evening for our detectives is approaching faster than a griffin on the hunt. Will our private eyes catch Quentin Redstone red-handed, or will they turn up stone cold? The forecast calls for rain. Yes, you all step out into the gray light, much more heavily overcast now than it was on your walk over to headquarters. <clears throat> Some low clouds rolling in, almost black, like it's about to rain. The wind's picked up a bit. Feels ominous outside, but you can't quite put your finger on it. As you all, Josiah and Crane, were headed over to Quentin's, the Redstone Company, correct? That's correct. Yes, sir. You all set off. Takes you about... Mm, you guys are booking it. You're at a fast pace. Maybe it only takes you about a half hour to get over there. Two. You guys are one block away from where you know it is. As this wind picks up down these alleyways. Unsure of what's going to wait you at this place, knowing that they were hot on your heels to begin with. I take the wand out on the way there, and I'll say, uh, I heard a lot of times you're supposed to spend some time with these things. I don't know really what that means, but I'm just going to mess around with it on the way there, see what happens. Well, uh, Might need this and tell him what Quentin's going to do. He's backed into a corner. I ain't never used no magical means before, so I have no other than, idea. Other than these gloves, I'm right there with you, friend. Strangely enough, you kind of, when you had the gloves on, you kind of had to fool around with them before you felt as though you were kind of connected with them, Crane. With this wand, you have it in your hand for maybe a minute before you feel a heat, a warmth come out from within it. Hell yeah. Well, it gets warm. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, sounds like a good sign. Maybe it turned on or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll like look around on the wand and look if there's like see if there's a command word or anything on it. Yeah, you roll it around a bit. Don't see anything really on the handle, or wrap. I got trying to avoid using the word shaft, but <laughs> shaft, it's okay. shaft, shaft, yeah. shaft, shaft. You turn shaft. it up and look at the base of it, which is maybe about the size of a quarter. And on the bottom, it just says, uh, "Oh, so this thing's pretty big around then." Yeah, it's like a, a rod. It's a. It's more like a rod. Yeah, say that thing's thick as a quarter. That's a pretty. That's thick. Rod shaft. What are we trying to get at, boys? I mean, anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the bottom it just says, "Pyramido." Whoa, what? Pyramido. Pyramido. How as you I'll probably that. connect that maybe the fact that this has a, a pyramid head on the top, maybe that has something to do with it. Well, if it has some activation where it is right there, so that's good to know. The wind picks up, kind of blows your coats quickly in a strong gust of wind that is almost sucked down the street. I'll like lean forward with my left hand on the top of my hat to keep it like pressed down from the wind. As you all walk your way up there, you're maybe a minute 
I'm turning the corner to see the face of this building. Is there any last things you'd like to do, knowing that you're about to encroach well, we on an enemy? Well, we had the we were under the impression that there would be other people here with us, right? Like they're going to be like surround the building and be like a. They said that. Quentin, come out here. Yeah, they said that another watch would show up to meet you. Yeah, they had to send off for him. So they probably just now got. To I'll uh, before we turn the corner, I just want to make kind of a perception check to do like a half face kind of look around the corner. I want to see uh, if. They've caught wise to us. If they're people, if it looks like there's anybody inside through windows or anything that's like trying to destroy anything and, and you know, skip town or what, because I'm either afraid of either that or they're going to be waiting to just blast whoever shows up. So, so you want to make a check? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll get I'll right just do like a, like a half face of, like, I'll need to see half my yeah. face. Make it, a, make it a disadvantage since you're trying to see around the corner. Eight. That's still very good. Yeah, 17. Yeah, you're kind of peeking a little bit with the wind blowing around. You feel like uh, maybe nobody's going to notice you while you're doing this, too. You kind of peek an eye around. Um, just from a few of the little windows right there in the front, they're not very big. It doesn't look like anybody's milling around in there, but you do see a guard, one of the city watch, standing straight in front of one of the doors, just looking straight in, just standing there motionless. Or at least from what you can tell, emotionless. Oh, standing just in front yes. of an open doorway? Uh, the doorway is closed. His back oh, his back is facing you. Oh, so is he like pressed against the door? Like doing it looks, like, it super, looks, looks super close? It looks like he's pretty close to it. I'll look at him and say, What's he doing? You see that? Look. He's standing right in front of the door. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, if he's keeping watch, he's doing a pretty bad job of it. Even though it, the magnifying glass is obviously a magnifying glass, he's really far away. If I hold it up to it, does it show any glimmering, even though it would be this blurry picture from something so far away? Uh, mm, do an arcana check at disadvantage from being so far away. So then it would be straight, because I have yes. advantage you get advantage. Hey, that's not bad. That's a 14. Um, It's weird. From how far away you are, you kind of catch a faint, maybe a, a very soft, almost, you know, like a heat wave. You can see heat coming off the ground. It's almost like you kind of catch a wisp of that around maybe his head and a little bit on the door. But, like, that just kind of catches your eye. I'll point that out to him. I'll say, uh, I know this ain't how a magnifying glass works, but. At least from here, I can see something around his head. Something magical. It's like some sort of swirling or something like that. Quinn might have this place trapped. I think maybe he's under some kind of uh, control. He might be. Well, I think Quinn might have this place trapped. Hmm. So the real question is, do we wait for any backup or do we go ahead and go in? This might have been part of our backup. Well, that's that's or right. the guy that they had they sent long ago when we first had him come have somebody keep an eye on the building. I think we gotta go in there. As you start to hear murmuring, you hear coming from the direction of that city watchman. How far away is that from us? Uh, maybe block, right? maybe thirty feet forward. It looks like it. Basically, this will turn. Maybe go down into almost sort of like a 
like a business courtyard and you'd have a building on your left and your right and then their building would be sort of in the back and it looks like there's a tiny little plaza right here so there may be 40 feet 40 feet in front of you uh i guess i'll try to make my way is there like a place i could get about halfway between like 15 feet then between me and him but i could be behind something it looks like there's a tiny little topiary set up in the middle i'm gonna try to go into stealth yeah that's what i'm trying to go into stealth and i'm gonna try to move over there good about this one right now okay uh 15. yeah hey that's a 13. yeah you guys feel like you know with the wind being so heavy right now, you think maybe your footsteps would be a little muffled as you kind of both crouch down and scatter over. Yeah, yeah back against the wall. Yeah, back up against that topiary right there. As you can kind of peek through some openings of that topiary and you still just see that guard there. Now you see that he's not entirely motionless, but he is kind of swaying left to right ever so slightly. Uh, I don't like Now that I'm closer, that. can I peek over the wall with the magnifying glass and scan in front of the building, see if there's anything on the front of it. Like like him faintly glowing? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. So then that would just be straight against the disadvantage. Ooh, that's a 19. Uh, again, it looks like it's mostly whatever this heat wave-ish kind of vibe you're seeing through this glass. It looks like it's concentrated on the door and around uh, like the top half of his body. I think that door might be trapped. See, so you can see that aura through the magnifying glass. Well, is there another way in? Oh, I don't, I don't recall one. I could try to, I could try to take a look. I don't think we should be going up there alone. How long do you want to wait? The longer we wait, the more they might leave. Then we lock. Then he gets away. Let's both go up there. Tyrant's death. As you hear a, as you hear a. Of this guard just sort of bumping his head against the glass of this door just ever so slightly as the, the tip of his helmet just kind of I think that's our sign to go up there and do something. I'll um let's see here what am I gonna do? Is that you? That was, was something rattling in the wind there, I guess. I'm not sure. What, what do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. I will... I'll try to get... I'll try to sneak best I can, even though if I'm out in the open, you know, whatever. But I'll try to get as close as I can to him and just reach out and try to grab him and yank him away from the door. Like, even if I have to just use my body weight and kind of pull him away from it. Yeah, it looks like it goes up. Um, like, there's there's some hedge lines right in front of the um, like the walls on the left and right side, and there's a tiny stairwell that maybe goes up four steps, and he's on that top step by the door, and he's, yeah, you sneak up right behind him, and it's almost like he does not even hear anything that is going on behind him, and yeah, you, you go like you're about to grab him by the back of the shirt and snatch him. You do that, right? Okay, yeah. You go up, you grab it, yank him down, when you pull him down, he falls straight back onto his back, uh, just lying there. His eyes are faintly glowing like a like a purplish color. 
as it almost kind of fades when you do that just a bit, like maybe being near the door, back and work, backward, forward, whatever it was, re-triggered something, you're not sure. As he's laying there on the ground, his entire front of his body is covered in blood. Covered in blood as he's laying there going, I did it. I did it. They're all dead. I did it. I did it. I'll try to like drag him around the corner to like to where our backs are like against the hedge and try to like shake him out of it, try to slap him around a little bit. Yeah, you shake him a bit. Wake up. Snap out of it. I'm just kind of like slapping him across the face. And it looks like whatever magic was on him begins to fade. The the kind of color on his eyes vanishes, but he's still just staring straight ahead. He goes, ah. Now it's almost his breath is more stuttered. Like uh, whatever that trance was is now off, but he still can't believe whatever he saw or did. He's like, I killed them all. Who'd you kill? Tell me. What's going on here, son? I was like, kind of shake him him a bit. The watch. I killed them all. We came here to. We came here to keep an eye on the place, and we got the call on the horn to to raid it. Where are they? Who? Where's Quentin? Damn it. I don't know. I... Well, where's the watch, too? As he almost starts, he starts to cry. <laughs> they're, they're inside. They're, I did that. They made me do that. Okay, who? So... Who made you do it? Who put the spell on you? They did it. It was on the door. Coming to help. I did that. I did that. It's okay, son. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. There was nothing that you could have done about it if you got, I mean, if you if you had magic cast upon you. That's that's not you acting independently. That, that That's that's not your fault. You can't feel guilty for that. Well, you know but, where Quentin is? The people you came here to watch, what happened? Did you see anything? I don't know. We, we got the call to raid, and who made the call? Alabaster? Yes. And then we went in, and I feel like before I even made it through the door, I I was gone. I don't know where. I, I was just black, and next thing I know, you're dragging me on the floor, on the ground out I want to make a perception check around the neighboring buildings and make sure there's I no also, people posted up with weapons or anything like that. Yeah, make a check. I also okay, that's a 17. That's a 17. Uh, yeah, you both kind of... At the at the having the exact same thought in that moment, yeah, you're like <laughs> swiveling your heads around to look. It looks like whatever these buildings are on the left and right side, the windows are all boarded up. That don't seem quite right. Why would they be all boarded up? It ain't like this is a rundown part of town. I have no idea. Quentin's staying more dangerous than we thought. We need to find another way in. There's no way in hell we should go through that front door. Are there any windows? Uh, Yeah, there are some windows right there. I'll grab the guy by the shirt and say, Now you listen here. My friend's right. You weren't in your right head when you did what you did. But you can still help us now. You can redeem yourself. You help us catch Quentin. 
their deaths might not have meant nothing. He's literally staring straight at the ground, eyes wide. You don't gotta fight. But you can at least stand out here and do something. Keep watch. <laughs> he kind of just nods his head as he starts to slink back down onto the ground. As he just starts, he just looks straight forward, kind of out of this little cut in, maybe a little tiny business area. You still got a sending stone back, back to headquarters? I don't know. The watch leader in my group has it, or had it. He was inside. Messy, you ain't tight. We'll be back you know of another way soon. in the building? Now that I think about it, he is staring straight ahead now. I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of like wave my hand at him and I'll say, "We'll have to deal with him later." There are some windows above these bushes that line the front walls. They're not super high up. They're maybe four feet up. They're not very big, though. Think um, you can squeeze at that window? I'm going to... I can give you a boost. Is there... Okay, yeah. Let me go. I'm good. Yeah, I'll go get up there first. Yeah, I'll kind of cut my hands, fingers interlocked, ready to give him a boost, try to get him up there. Uh, yeah. What kind of check is that? Um, Acrobatics. Kind of get you kind of get a good lift off of him and grab the ledge and pull yourself up. You get an advantage because he's helping you, which okay. yeah, that's a twenty. So <laughs> yeah, you kind of just huh, as you you both just easily step through this like topiary wall, this bush right here. It's like nothing. Um, yeah, you is it open? The window? Mm -hmm. Uh, no, but it looks like it. Well, yes. If you're, it's not open, but it is unlocked. Okay. It looks like you can just—it's on a flap or some kind of swivel, and you can just open it, and it swings open. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Then yeah, I'll just go in because I don't want to have to break anything because it'll yeah. be a little loud. You you lift yourself up as you kind of push it open. It's maybe uh, this card table is what three and a half feet. Three and a half feet. Yeah, it's maybe three and a half feet uh, wide, and then I don't know two feet tall. It's not a super big window, but it's enough where you could push through and snake your way through it. And uh, I, you know, his POV, I'm looking up at the window down there, then, you know, looking side to side, like trying to look for another way in. Yeah, I'll just tell you, I'm like, well, uh, if it can fit me, I'm sure it can fit you. So, hold on, let me get in here real quick. I'll get in. Yeah, when you drop down in there, you, uh, you plop down onto a table. It looks like there was a table sitting right there. When you turn around... This place is a massacre. There's probably six or seven dead city watchmen in here. Just slaughtered. Blood everywhere. Start gagging a little bit. As you see what you could probably assume was this watchman outside. There's a there's a sword, a short sword just stabbed into one of the individuals. He throws up. Yeah, you throw up right on the floor right there. Yeah. What's going on up there? Help me out here. Well, all right. Well, you'll see in a second. I'll just uh, I'll get help you up. Same thing, acrobatics. Yes. Okay, nice. That's still a fifteen. Yeah, you get him. You kind of you guys lock four arms, uh, and you kind of uh, feet like 
going wild yeah. as he's just mainly pulling me up. Like, oh, yeah, you kind of uh, crane. You catch some of the the like um, like the lines and the stone on the outside of the building, and that kind of kicks you up a bit as you he pulls you in, and uh, immediately are assaulted by the smell of iron as this room is soaked in blood and bodies. I'll just kind of cover my mouth with my hand and. How did one man do all this? Strangely enough, when you went up to the door, even though you weren't at the perfect angle, when you went up to the door to grab that watch and yank him down, when you peeped through the door just seeing that way, you couldn't see any of this. It almost looked like there was an illusion that was just the inside of the the main office, the front office. Mm. Thinking that, I want to walk up with... uh... I'm going to walk up with my, pull my concealed dagger out and just kind of poke one of the bodies and make sure that they're actually, this isn't some illusion. Yep, that's dead. That's weird. I didn't see any of this when I was able to get a little, little bit of a view when I was yanking him down. How did one man do all this? You said there was like six or seven bodies just right here yeah, in this hallway? there's like six or seven city watching here. Well, if they have magic potent enough to have that man under their control... As far as not seeing what was going on in here, uh, I'm sure they had magic that could cause some illusion of some sort. I'm going to make a perception check to see if I hear anything. Yeah. Maybe if anybody's in here lying in wait. Mm -hmm. Twelve. You both kind of, you kind of put your your hand to just eye and you're like, shh. As you close your eyes and hold your breath to see if you can hear something. Other hand, I've got the wand out. And the thing that's actually strange is that you hear nothing. This place is eerily quiet. I'll take a step forward. Does the floorboard creak? Just a little bit. Just a... Go I'll walk. I'll try to like slowly walk to the end of the hallway. Oh, okay. Well, just hear. Just hearing my my heavy footfalls. Yeah, you all are kind of skirting around these bodies, and you remember there was that door back there. Does looks... any of them? Does any of them have a? Uh, signifying sort of insignia or crest that makes me think it might be there, that guy's leader, because I want that yes. stone to give to There's him. one where it is, it looked, uh, Josiah, you had noticed, it has a sword sticking straight out of his stomach. Nice. It looks like him. It looks like he's wearing some different kind of crest or plume that would otherwise suggest that he is the, the sort of the leader of their little watch group. Can I see the wizard? Yes. Okay. There's something I need to look up real quick, because I might take that sword. Use it. Yeah, it's just a little short sword. Looks like it's just right in his belly. Thank you. I think everybody's proficient with everything. Yeah. I know some of them wizard. Like the uh, plague doctor and stuff like that. I just want to make sure. Yeah, the wizard can use all weapons. Just no armor. Perfect. Yeah, then I'm gonna take the, that short sword. Yeah. Out of his, mm-hmm. out of his stomach, and kind of just swing some of the blood off of it. Say, uh, we need this. I, I say that'll. Where does this hall this yeah. this hallway end? Up here. Uh, it's like the hall. I mean, you had been in this room before, in this building before. That hallway just kind of leads down past three rooms, and then turns a right, and then you know it runs down until it hits Quentin's office. Then I want to get to that first corner where it makes a, a right. I want to try to quickly kind of. Yeah, you notice though there were those two uh, heavy oak doors that had a. Sort of glass centers. So you can oh, see down this hallway. Yeah, these are both swung open now. Maybe the hinges are broken. It looks like they are not closing. 
because it looks like they were heavy enough to close themselves on some kind of swivel. They're uh, they're wide open. Do I see any of Quentin's men here? Any of their bodies? No, it's all city watch. That's I'm, not good. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, tell you. I suppose. Oh, I guess. and before leaving there, I'll say uh, see if he's got that uh, sending stone that uh, a friend was talking about. We might need it. Yeah, I'll say I'll take. That yeah, way we both can reach right. Alabaster if we get separated. Make an investigation check. But also, I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, oh, nope, that's some <laughs> shit. That uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go go ahead and do a little bit of reconnaissance. Yeah, as I see him trying to search the guy's body, I'll be like, let me take a look. Let's take advantage of okay. investigation checks. Okay, yeah, that's a eighteen. What the hell does that? <laughs> yeah, you kind of uh, you kind of try to pilfer through whatever kind of pockets or little saddlebag or whatever he has on him. You do not find a sending stone. Nice. They, they might have came and cleaned some of these bodies out. Uh, they did some dirty work. They knew what they were doing. Are there any like bloody footprints anywhere? No. What about if I look through the magnifying? Glass? Make Do a, I see anything? Make an Arcana check. Mm. So just a 10. The thing that looks very strange is you don't see any normal boot prints that would be bloody, like bloody boot prints um, to like the average shoe or even a fancy shoe like what you would imagine Quentin would be wearing. But just the shoes of what would match one of the city watch. Almost like this guy came in, killed, was charmed or whatever, Kill all these people and then turned around and walked right back out the door. All right, this is gonna sound really weird and probably meta, but so first off, what what kind of wounds are these? Are these stab wounds or are these slices? It looks like a mix. It looks like there's some slashing. Looks like there's some stabbing wounds. Okay. How many bodies have we seen in total? Like if we were to go to right at the that right at sharp turn. Uh, you don't see any bodies in this hallway. It looks like they're all concentrated in that front, that front sort of foyer type area, okay. front office. So and is his was, kill count higher than like six or seven dudes? Uh, there was six bodies in there. All right. So I wanna, I wanna check. Damn, he needs a promotion though. Honestly, <laughs> this could have been bandits, dude. He could have tanked like six, seven bandits by himself. That's awesome. I wanna see. Okay. What do you wanna see, Josiah? I want to. I want to try to see if I can figure out where these killings took, pl- like, like where exactly the killing blows were landed. Okay. And like the blood spatter and shit. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to go real deep into this. this I really. I want to see if I can figure out with the blood spatter if Quentin was standing there and like got any on him or whatever, and that's why it didn't land somewhere. So like like I'm that's why I'm saying it's real. Yeah, you see this, you see this massive, yeah, massive like a, like body, a, like a body silhouette. silhouette yeah. that's just one, the whole wall is bloody. <laughs> Let other me than put right the there. gloves on, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, just to see if he was there watching. You know, if he had, or, I mean, because maybe you you've got to be within a certain. You know. I mean, yeah, I understand what you're asking. I get you. Uh, yeah, do a since you're it's literally just your eyes. Do an investigation, but at, at disadvantage. Nine. Nine. You yeah. kind of look around, and you don't see anything that would stand out necessarily, other than the. You can, as you're looking around, you can clearly see 
the path of destruction that the city watchman took with his boots. Like he literally just kind of very almost elegantly, like a, like a trained swordsman was doing like spin spinning slashes and a lot of intricate footsteps to just combat all his own, uh, his, uh, you know, co-workers. And then it looks like they just stopped. They stopped at the, whoever their leader was presumably, presumably killed him. (laughs) And then you see the footprints turn a 180 and then lead towards the door. So yeah, you don't find anything super intricate, but you're just kind of following his footsteps. Short, sweet, and to the point. To the point. Anyways, um, I, I suppose we go and try to find Quentin. Uh, I, He's assuming this. I'd assume being his office. But I'll give you this one. Give it to me for free. I'll give it to you for half free. Because you were like a nine, so you were close. As you're following those foot, foot, uh, the footsteps through the blood, and you get to the door, you can almost feel like a like a warm sensation. It doesn't overcome you, but you can almost feel it like you were almost pressed up against some kind of something. And you look up, and you see a stone affixed above the door. It's like a purplish stone. Above the front door? Yes. What you looking at there, friend? What is that? I don't rightly know, but I think I'm going to take it real quick. You sure that's a good idea? Uh, Whatever whatever that could be, if it did that to our friend outside. Yep. That's why I want to break it. Actually, you know what? We need to find Quentin first, I think. But if this can... uh, Well, all right. Nope. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to strike it. Yeah, uh, make an attack on it. Yeah, if I if he points this thing out to me, I want to look at it through the magnifying glass. Uh, ten. Ten? Okay, yeah. He's like right about to smash it, and you're like, wait! You pull up the glass. Hey, that's a 19. Yeah, whatever that heat wave thing you were seeing coming off of him and that, it's coming off the stone. Yeah, whatever happened to our friend outside, it definitely came from this stone. Well, should we break it, or should we take it? I think it might be too dangerous. Well, too dangerous to break it or too dangerous to take it? Both. We need to get to Quentin before he leaves. This would have been the perfect opportunity for him to get out of here. We let all him right. get away. All these deaths mean nothing. Well, you lead the way. You know, and I'll have the wand in one hand and the, the uh, sword in the other hand. I'm a real stealth. As you yeah, step like one step away from that stone, Josiah, you immediately feel cooler. Like that thing was starting to warm you up being that close to it. I am pretty cool. You are pretty cool. Yeah, that's a terrible stuff. That's a five. 30, 20. Oh, yeah, you're stealthy as fuck. You're yeah. like, all right, do some rolls, do some blood, come out clean. Yep. yep. Post up on the wall. Yeah. I'm and just, then, and then, uh, I'm and then inside the wall. Crane's like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> An old man. <laughs> all right i'm here what do we need to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh you're start walking down that hallway you notice all these doors that were previously closed are now ajar slightly one still looks closed but you walk past that uh, the ledger room completely empty you see random papers scattered everywhere but what looked like a once stacked library of 
data and information is now completely empty. Nice. Son of a bitch. Well. Yeah, as we're kind of slowly walking down the hallway, I'll have the sword in my left hand just going to put jam the doors open real fast and then look in the room with the wand. And if they're empty, I'll just move to the next yeah, one. Empty. Yeah, empty. And, uh, and the, uh, the one behind that looks like maybe it was just a tiny little office room. There's a, a desk, a couple t- uh, chairs, um, a table. Nothing remarkable, and that also looks like it's empty. You see a chair overturned in there. I go in the ledger room. Okay, yeah, you you go in the ledger room. Not a lot in here anymore. It looks like they cleaned house before. I want to make an investigation check to see if they left anything behind. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, 17. You do notice a couple books left behind. You pick them up. You thumb through them. Nothing remarkable. But you do notice that they all share a day. Hmm. And that day was the day before Quentin's death. Quentin's death? I mean, not Quentin. My bad. Tyron. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, bad. No, yeah, you notice they're all the day before Tyron's death. I want to flip through and see if I can't find what he was transporting. Okay. Uh, yeah, you thumb through. There's only like there's only two of them left. Uh, you flip through one of them. You don't really find anything remarkable, especially kind of around the time that they said that he often works. Uh, and you flip through the other one, and it looks like there are three or four pages ripped out. That would be the time of when Quentin would, or uh, fuck, of when Tyron <laughs> would be working. Interesting. All right, noted. However, those couple of pages before that, you can see a couple lines, almost like that ledger you found down in the waterway down there, where there's some noticeably empty lines where something should be, but they're not. Like, maybe it was written in invisible ink. Like... Giver's hidden ink. Maybe it was to say. I'll bring that out to. Uh, yeah, I'll just be pushing all the doors open, crane. leading up to Quentin's doors, and then I want to look above his door to make sure there's not a evil gem above it, like we saw in the other previous. No, room. it doesn't look like there's anything fixed above his door. And then, yeah, Josiah comes around the corner. Is the, is the door glowing? Anything like that? Does not appear to be. I'll no. whisper yell at him. Whip around real quick. My tie kind of got blown out from being tucked in my jacket from the wind, so it kind of swings over my shoulder. But bring it back down. What? Let me see that fancy little magnifying glass you got. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, with my five stealth, and I'll I'll kind of just point it over the the page and be like, "Look, take a look." I'll take it real quick and I'll look and look at that uh, those lines. Yes. Yes. Yes, there's something there. It's mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. It is very vague in what its meaning is, and all you get is a time and a day, which the day was pretty obvious from the other items. But the uh, it looks like they use code names for whatever the things they're moving are. And you can see, uh, just on a little bit of the tatters of those ripped pages, you catch a couple little smudges of invisible ink there as well. Maybe perhaps when you were in here earlier and they had showed you the book, 
where it was missing something. Maybe it wasn't actually missing anything. Interesting. I wonder if there's any way that we can get this invisible ink to show up. Not anything that I have right now. Yeah. Wait a minute. Me neither. I'll take a match out of my matchbook. Attempt to light it. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, you snap your finger and it doesn't light. Or no, you go to light it and it doesn't light. Oh yeah, you, my God. You break it. You pull out another one and light <laughs> it and that breaks too. Let a real man show you how it's done, buddy. Get fucking real. Yeah, you pull a light and match it too. <laughs> and you're like, watch this. And then you immediately snap the head off of it. Ah! <laughs> yeah, you guys have gone through like five matches. No way, that's Six three matches. eights in a row, bro. Thank God. Finally. Maybe they got a the little wet. Match. Maybe they got a little damp while you were down in the waterways. Yeah, you finally pull that last match out, and you're like, "This better fucking work." And you light it up. And... <sighs> and I'll fold the matchbook up, put it back in my in my uh, pocket. I hate matches. And I'll hold it up over the paper. Let's see if this works. You hold it there for a minute. It starts the. The writing starts to gleam a bit where you can tell something's there, but it doesn't actually become fully visible like you can read it. But it allows you to identify the fact that there is something written there. What about if I look at it through the magnifying glass with the fire? Does that do it? Well, I mean, you had already read it. So. What if I read it through the magnifying glass while it's on <laughs> fire with my eyes closed? Underwater. While taking a pee. <laughs> You solved the issue. You solved there the was. That's the puzzle. Bet. Well, yeah, if right. it doesn't do anything, I'll just, I'll just flick the yeah, it'll it'll just match tell out. Me, you think that maybe there's some kind of solvent that would allow this to become legible, readable again, Please. but the, tor- the, the light itself, the, the fire, only makes it able to identify that there is an invisible ink there. Right. We already know what we need to know. I agree. This is a waste of time. Let's go get Quinn. <laughs> you wanted to show it to me. Just want I, to see. I thought maybe we could do something with it, but I mean, if, it's, if nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I'm about I'm to roll stealth again. That's only a 14 this time. Yeah. Finally. 30-20. Yeah. Finally, sucking finally on the, Crane's like, I'm silent. <laughs> <laughs> he learned from his mistakes. Yeah. As you both kind of creep back down the hallway a bit and you get back to Quentin's office. Is it the door is there closed? You put your hand on the door. Yeah, I'm gonna try to open it. It is unlocked. Let's use it unlock. It is unlocked. I was gonna, I was does it push say, into the room? It, or open, it opens it. inward. Kick that bitch in. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> These doors bust open with that yeah. bloody short sword. He kicks in. Hand. You kick in the left or the right? I'll kick, kick in the right. All right, then I'm kicking in the left. <gasps> yeah, you both kick open these oak doors. Let's go. <laughs> As they swing open to an empty office. It looks like all those papers he had on his desk now gone. Several books. You can tell there are slots empty on his bookshelf back to the side. Uh, Several other little items look like they've been taken as well. And the painting that you had noticed on the the wall on your way out last time. Two individuals on the hill flying a kite is gone. That painting is how they communicated. The... Because, I mean, there, there was a note written on the other one. That's how. Who's the same? Damn. The plot thickens, really. The plot pickens. In the, in the I'll say, act. Quentin! And just kind of shout into the room. 
Where are you, you son of a bitch? I'll pull the magnifying glass up and look around. As you can hear the wind rattling against that large, round window back behind his desk. I'll, I'll look around the room. If I don't see anything glowing, make sure that he didn't leave any you know, explosive a, traps had, or anything for us. I had a bad feeling about that guy from the moment I fucking met him. Are I you just... we just taking him in, man. I didn't mean to think We didn't have the good. evidence. Oh, you're good, man. I just wish we'd taken him in. <laughs> <laughs> we stumbled on it too late. But check out that window. Are you just investigating, like, swiveling forward? Yeah, like, I'm just looking to make sure there's nothing glowing that's gonna that we're going to set something off. Just in front of you? I'll do the whole room. To the left and the right. <laughs> if he asks you questions like that, <laughs> I suppose you should. I wasn't going to ask a question like that, but I was just curious. Yeah, I'll look around the room. Yeah, so you kind of just look left and right for at first. You're inspecting against the back wall and all that stuff. You do a quick little swivel. You do a double take. Swing back by the door. Right above it, you see a tiny little dot glowing, a, like a, a bright red through your magnifying glass. Put my hand out in front of him and just keep looking up at that thing. As you're standing there, my head up. you start to smell gas? Fuck, man. Yeah, I'll just I'll back out of the room. Some kind of something. We're going to have to get out of here. Yeah, I turn. I just turn around and start backing up out of the room. Who do you? I try. Sure <laughs> try, buddy. Yeah, you both uh, slowly back out of the room. Oh, no, uh bro. You both Smell quickly yeah. move out, <laughs> backpedal out of the room. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Fuck that. As you both stop in the hallway for one second, just see if you hear anything. The smell of gas or smoke or something gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm, of course. Until. Okay, well, that wasn't the sound effect I wanted. Not that it's probably even going to sound well on this recording. Until. No! Oh. You see, you see a massive burst of flame explode out of that whatever that was above the door, and just lights this room on fire. And this flame ball just goes down the hallway, blasting you all back. Are we okay? Thankfully, you all were far enough away to not be immediately blasted by this fireball. Oh, thank God. But you wake up to ringing. <laughs> As flames are igniting the ceiling down this hallway. I never really liked the heat, but I especially am not a fan now. We gotta get out of here. This place is gonna fall down. It's gonna yeah, fall apart. I'd say you're right about that, buddy. I'm just gonna start getting up and trying to run out of here. Yeah. I just gotta help help him get up as I'm getting up, and then I'm just gonna start trying to get out of there. Yeah, as quickly as possible. You both are starting to get out of here. Uh, you but you trip over these bodies a bit, and you do you go through the front door. I try to oh, I jump out the window that we came through if I have to. What do you do, Josiah? I ain't fucking around the with front that door. No, I'm going out that same window. Okay, yeah, you both slide out that window. The flames are pluming out that hallway now as you both 
dive out that down the bushes. through the window down into the bushes <laughs> yeah as you can see the flame now starting to engulf the ceiling of that uh the front office as it hits that whatever that gym is on the front door and it goes okay well i don't have the sound up either but yeah that gym just <laughs> it blows the front doors off this building kind of cut, like kind of crouch down and cover my head when front door goes flying out into the middle of the the little metal courtyard yeah, over there. I'm just going to go prone. Yeah. Is our friend still out there, the murderer? He is literally just propped up against that bush, staring straight out into space. I'll go over there and say, come on, we got to get out of <coughs> We got to get out of here. Come on. He goes, just leave me. Kid, shut up. We're leaving. And I just grab both of his arms ah. and yank him up. Nice. Yeah. I'll help you. As you kind of... Uh, here. about 40 feet. Put his arm over your shoulder. We'll put him in the middle and kind of just yeah. start carrying him out of here. You carry him about 40 feet out until he hit the street proper. As people are starting to gather out here now, curious what is going on. They all heard a loud explosion. The streets were pretty empty. I guess everybody was expecting rain. But people have kind of come out of the neighboring buildings to see whatever this fire is. As the wind now is picking up even more and the gray sky is getting darker and darker. What's going on? What, what's happening I'll pull, over I'll pull there? my badge out and say, everybody get back. It's a crime scene. And just be kind of like, uh, make way. This man's hurt. Yeah, as you kind of pull him over. You see a um, halfling gentleman comes over and helps as best he could. He kind of sweeps underneath that guy's legs and lifts them both up on his shoulders. He's like, I'll help you out. Come on, come on. As he takes you over to a little bench, maybe six feet over. Thank you, little fella. I'll just sit down. I'll say, uh. Yeah, we appreciate your cooperation. If you can help us out further, go flag down a watchman. Uh, can do, can do. As he uh, he just, get out of the way, get out of the way, as he disappears into the crowd. I'm important now. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> I got a line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he disappears off the I'm featured. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm a supporting role. Yeah. He disappears into the crowd as everybody's still just standing there. They're keeping their distance in case another fireball or explosion goes off as this building is sitting here as the wind is twisting the top of this flame into curls i'll just kind of uh, sit down on the bench next to this guy and like take my hat off and like wipe all the like soot off my face bastard got the best of us no telling where he's at now we failed i'll throw the hat down on the street well, bastard got away well hold on hold on hold on think about it where would you go if you were running away? We already know he's got a tunnel underneath the city that goes from that place that we were just at to a completely different part of the city. I'd imagine that would be his first place to run to. He might have had something inside the building, but that's completely gone now. Well... But if he started at that building and then went to the other part of town, I mean, it doesn't matter if that's there anymore. What do you so think we, he would have ended up? Well, as you're, standing, we, as you're standing here, a crack of thunder goes off. <laughs> as it starts to rain. The crowd sort of starts to disperse as they don't want to be caught out in the storm. God damn it, and I'll go pick that hat back and put it on my head. Well, we, I mean, there was a, I mean, 
to get his supplies, he had like a, a little area underneath the town, basically. Yes, that tavern, the yeah, that tavern at the yeah. alley went down into wherever that place was, and it looked like at some point it crossed over back into that warehouse area, also sort of. I was gonna say, yeah, it came the alley, but okay. So it wasn't at this warehouse, was it? No. Okay. Yeah, it was the okay. warehouse where you okay. got clocked with a lead pipe. All right. Mm. Well, unsure though. Maybe there was a something that let out in this place as well. You guys never got to check. I'd imagine that he would have some type of escape route here. Maybe it does lead back to where. Uh, where he was transporting them goods. It could be. He might be trying to get out of the city by boat. Through the sewer. It'd be the easiest, most efficient way possible. Don't have to deal with anybody. Let's make our way back it. there. That's a good point. As you, you might get be trying up to make it out. And the rain is drenching your coats, making them slick and shiny. You get a call. <laughs> I kind of like wipe all the long strings of rain off of my face and wipe them off of the ground now that I put my hat back on with like the little beads of rain running off the brim and I'll take it out of my pocket and say, Crane. Crane. Josiah. Crane. Josiah. What the fuck is going on? Have reports of fires all over the city. Over I'll say, are you all right? Fine. Redstone headquarters is massacred. Quentin charmed guard. He killed others. Blew up here too. You wait a, not even a half a second later. Damn. Guards watching Rashida's place says apartment building burst into flames. Have reports of fire also near those warehouses from earlier. Before I respond back, I'll say, uh, wonder if he killed Rashida too. What if she became just a pawn in all of this? Burned her apartment building now. Or what if she made it look like that so she could escape with it? It looked like they were in it together. Guess we're not really sure if she was expendable or not. She Guess we'll knew. find out. Well, she already knew we were coming at her as a suspect, so it makes sense. I'll say uh, we think Quentin might escape via sewers with canoe going to check it out yeah immediately get a response back whatever you do nail this bastard yeah yeah oh wait just heard report somebody some watch thinks they just saw him over near Tabaxi Alley. 
Okay, so he, he, he did have... Mm-hmm. He's going to try to escape through the warehouse, as I bet. Let's go get this son of a bitch. Let's do it. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go. As you all run off in the rain <laughs> with your boots, your shoes splashing through newly formed puddles. Some would say running off in the rain with your badass little pain. Please continue. Some could. As you hear the building collapse behind, parts of it collapse behind you. As the crowd is still sort of there. Part of them have now backed away at the prospect of not only getting wet all day, but also, or all evening, but also this building maybe blowing up further. As we're running that way, do we ever see if that guy got a hold of a a guard to come and Uh, control this situation? Yeah, you guys maybe get four or five blocks down and you see him come back through the crowd, pushing through a couple people's legs as you see another watch come up as his jaw just drops at the look. As we're running, I'll kind of stop and slide real quick and say, make sure those people stay away from that fire. That building's about to collapse. Build a perimeter. Yeah, and back there he goes, run on that. Oh my God. And then, yeah, I'll just kind of start running out to catch back up to him. Yeah. Man, that evidence is going to be fucked. I mean, I know they already took everything, but I mean, the murder scene is just fucked. We've got enough to convict. I'm going to be honest with you, friend. As we're running, (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, friend. Yeah, for real. (laughs) I'm not going to let this son of a bitch walk out of this alive. And that's between you and me. I didn't think that was really an option. Well, I know you're new to this sort of thing. There's only one way this ever ends. As we're running. Only one of us is going to be walking. Well, I suppose two of us are going to be walking out of there. You might have been right before you changed what you were going to say. And if it is, I already told you what I need you to do. Because it's going to be you, not me. Ah, we'll see about that, buddy. Yeah, so you guys run maybe. Now you're really booking it, and it looks like the streets have mostly cleared of, you know, just people walking around, so it's a pretty straight shot for you. Maybe it only takes you about a half hour to get over there. Uh, And as you get, you kind of snake your way back through Tabaxi Alley again. Uh, you see a lot of the tabaxi people are now either have their windows shuttered closed. Uh, you see maybe a couple of them up underneath their stoops now just to avoid getting wet. Um, and as you guys run into like tabaxi alley proper, uh, you see the bartender again, who's now propped up on the street, uh, ushering uh, on a wall, kind of ushering some uh, looks like tabaxi children, some kittens to get into a building. As he sees you all and he goes, oh, good. Uh, whatever's happening, it's going down right now. I saw that strange guy again walking into the bar. Thankfully, I'm off today. I don't know what kind of kind of devious things he's up to, but it's happening now. Well, I guess that's, that's for us to take care of and figure out what the hell they're up to. So... Point us in the direction of where they went. We'll be on that way. It was, uh, I was trying to, I saw him skulking around a bit with a few of his cronies. I uh, was trying to get some of my own people off the streets. And uh, saw him head down towards the, uh, the bar. I'm assuming he's probably going into the bathroom, you know, as he kind of wiggles his cat eyebrows at you, if you know what I mean. I'll give him a, give him a little 
slap on the shoulder and say, you did great work today. I appreciate you. I miss Tyron. Yeah. Get this son of a bitch for me. Freddie was a great man. We won't let him die in vain. We're going to get that son of a bitch. Thank you. As like, there's a couple of kids and he's like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. As he ushers them into a house, as he flips, he's just wearing a trench coat and like a newsy cap as he flips the collar up on his trench coat and you see like the, the fur on his hind legs and his tail and a little bit of his neck furl a little bit to kind of shake the water off that he missed. And he goes, you never saw me as he dips back into the building and the door closes. Saw who? <laughs> yeah. Say, uh, um, once he dips back inside, I'll say to you, uh, all these tobaccos are going to make sure they want to stay inside tonight. It could end up being a bloodbath. Well, from what we've learned about this Quentin fellow, it will be. Not for us. I'll start heading to the bar. Yeah, you guys run down that way. Takes you maybe less than more than five, less than ten as you get there, because these streets are a little narrow. So you're kind of like, uh, from where you're at, though, from the bar, you can see the top of the flame from what you guess would be the warehouse. That you all were in earlier. Yeah. Um, As you uh, see a city watch dead. As you look down into the down into that window, like where the stair step the steps go down and then goes to the door into the bar, you can already peek from the angle you're at. There is a city watchman dead on the floor in the bar, right at the entrance. I'll get the wand out and then kind of run down the stairs and try to like then crouch and then look inside uh you don't see anybody in there but that back door that door to the back room is swung open yeah i mean i'm gonna head to that back door i guess yeah you guys open up the door to the bar that watch is dead right there you both kind of step over him it's the sound of the rain it's a little bit quieter there's another crack of thunder it's nice to kill too. <laughs> you said there weren't any other bodies in here? Just that one city watch. Then I'll run over to the next door that I had that I arcane locked uh, earlier here. Yeah, you get there, that door swung open. You go in here, that tapestry is ripped off the wall, and that door that was behind the tapestry is ajar. What about the painting? The painting is still there. Still hanging on the wall. Interesting. But from where you're standing. <laughs> Don't tell me it smells like gas. It smells a little like smoke. Fucking a. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta yeah. get through here fast. As you Let's look go. up and you see a little bit from this this door that is ajar, you see a little bit of black oh, smoke yeah, sprint coming out from that door. Take a handkerchief out, cover my mouth, and run in there. Yeah, with the wand in the right hand. Yeah, sprint you you guys go down those stairs. As you get down in here. Several of these crates have been moved now. A lot of them are gone. But it looks like whatever they couldn't carry, they have lit on fire. As it is a blazing inferno in here. Quentin! Kind of shouting through the, the fire. Come on, you son of a bitch. I know you're in here somewhere. As you hear, very far away back in the back, you hear, <laughs> I don't know. You hear a darker, uh, heavier voice. 
I'm yeah, I'm gonna head towards it. As you guys kind of snake around the flame, make a make a con check for me. Oh shit. Okay, fifteen. Oh, no, not as good. Yeah, you both kind of get through this first room with the crates and stuff of the flame. Uh, Crane, you get through, and you're kind of fine. You're like, <coughs> but, Smoker's long. Yeah, just, you. Josiah, <laughs> Josiah comes through. You're a little scathed. Uh, you take one point of damage. Oh, no. Okay. As this metal sliding door on that grate is slid open, and you can see into the next room. You can see all those boats and rope and things in there are lit aflame as well. But now you hear a feminine voice. It's hard to hear it over the loud, crackling oh, flame, she... though. Here. She's singing. Do I get an idea where she is? Uh, it sounds like wherever they are, back, possibly over where that catwalk is, if you had to guess. Yeah, I'm where, gonna just, where else could they be? Really? I'm going to just try to be moving towards the sounds I can hear. As you get into this room, uh, you're maybe halfway through this room. That door in that office swings open. Oh, that's guy, that guy tied up and you ate his sandwich. He's going to be pissed. God, I hope so. <laughs> As another one of these big, brutish-type individuals come out. What's, an, what's the another, Bolshevik? He has a pipe, but it looks like it has been fastened into a, a point at the end. Let's go. A spear pipe. He steps out. Yo. <laughs> yeah. As he hits it on his hand. Looks like he's wearing uh, like leather plate. Cool. They're not leather plate, but he's wearing like a leather and some leather. Are you supposed to be scary or something? He just looks you dead. As soon as you start to talk, his head snaps to you. And he goes, I'm not scared of you. I'm just going to fucking blast him with the wand. I'm just going to see what it does and say, uh, what was the word? Pyramido? Yeah, Pyramido. Pyramido! Yeah. Uh, roll D20. Nice. Oh, yeah. When you do that, the, the end of the pyramid, yeah, 20, the end of the pyramid glows a bright green as it just shoots a pyramid-shaped uh, magic missile at this man, and it blasts him straight in the chest. Dead. As he takes, well, roll a roll a d4. I never said it was me you're supposed to be scared of. He, yeah, as he takes three points of damage. Let's go. Well, I like this. <laughs> I think yeah, I do he, he gets knocked back into the wall behind him as he goes. <laughs> but one little baby scratch on me. We'll go ahead and roll. Stuff. I'll say, oh shit. <laughs> that was me saying oh shit it's rolling still <laughs> yeah the flames here he's now distra- he snaps his head to a crane you dip behind some of the fire and the flame you can assume that you're now well concealed I'll, eventually I'll get through the fire and flame yeah so I mean who's to say <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, you're like burning <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, you kind of dip behind, uh, just out of sight with some of the flame concealing you a bit. You feel as though you're well hidden. Nice. And then somebody walks in from the top of the catwalk, the top part. You're looking around. It's Master Wiener. And they come up top right there. 
swinging around. You can't get a good look, Josiah, because you've dipped down. But Crane, you see one Daniel Ironrod. I'll say <laughs> as he walks as he walks out and he goes, What all, what are you all doing here? It's it's too <laughs> it's too <laughs> It's too late for you and your friend to get out of this one alive. You should have quit while you were ahead. And I'll say, uh, God damn it, I don't want to give him a gold piece for this. (laughs) (laughs) As he jumps down from that 10 feet balcony up there and lands next to this other individual, he goes, well, brother, it looks like it is our time to shine. As the other one, as he pulls out a short sword, and his brother has that lead pipe as they both split up and start to come towards you. Roll for initiative. All right, all right, all right. Oh, well, you're going to need to pull through on this one. <laughs> oh, fuck, a 10? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Ah! Oh, yeah, they go first. Oh, <laughs> That's fine. All right, Let me write this down real quick so I know what's going on. All right. Tell me. Tell me why. Was he originally... I can't tell you yet. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to spoil anything yet for you. You guys are very close though, so I don't want to ruin that for you. Uh, gotta go down guns blazing. For those of you listening at home, I was very erect. That's very true. Yeah, you did that. go stand in the corner and scream <laughs> out of, like really loud. Yeah. I fucking knew it, you iron rod son of a bitch. I knew it all along. With his boyish this, charm. This has been going on over the past, like, the course of weeks. And even yesterday, I was still talking about how it could be Daniel Iron. It's Robert. still him. He's actually Quentin. Was it always Daniel Iron? <laughs> He's the real How about Quentin? Iron God? He yeah, is an Iron Quentin's God. Just a, Quentin's just a fucking pawn. Daniel Ironrod is the real genius. He's the one pulling the strings. He's he getting illegal goods out to Dakai. He is. It makes sense. I mean, you pose as not or somebody. Elmore. Out to Elmore. Not posing as somebody so powerful, but you're also, I mean, you're posing just as somebody powerful just powerful. Yeah, enough. so they start walking That's through the right. flame. You, uh. Have a new era of confidence about me. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, you, Josiah, you hear him say that. You hear Crane say, Ironrod. And you immediately are like, Filled with rage. I fucking knew it! I was on to you, Iron Rod. This whole time. You know what? You know what? You know what? I don't like doing this, but I'm going to fucking do it anyways. Can I have advantage on that initiative roll? Because I'm, you're angry? I'm angry. Okay. But see, if, yeah, see, if, see if your rage feels... Nope. nope. <laughs> Not angry enough. No. Nope. You're angry, but maybe the flame kind of dampers that a bit. Yeah, you think you're about to rush out there and you ah, burn your little legs. Big sad. Damn, I wish that could have been the They were gonna, they were gonna try stealth around you, but they do not succeed. Um, they both kind of maybe try to be silent, but then they realize, no, this is just where you die. Okay. So, Daniel, oh, you talking about Iron Rod and his big? They were gonna try brother? to go. They were gonna try to stealth. Yeah, Daniel goes. There is no point in hiding any further. I believe it is time for you to perish. Uh, Again, I, I wish I did not have to do this. I feel as though you were both very talented, very skilled, but um, you should have quit while you were ahead. I already had to kill Tyron, so I wish I did not have to kill the both of you. 
you son of a bitch. You know, this isn't going to look good on your job record. <laughs> this is going to look great on my job record. You know what I am, correct? You're about to be a dead man. And then I'll just get ready to, I'll just have, I'll just hold the wand up towards Only me. men quaking in fear say things like that. As you hear his footsteps patter a bit closer. You hear his brother's footsteps patter a lot closer. It goes silent for a moment, and all you hear is the flame burning. You've kind of lost them in the sight. As his brother comes up and swings at Crane with a lead pipe. Oh, yeah, that definitely is. I'm out of death for your die, too, sir. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he hits too. you for. Oh, no. He hits you for six points of damage. And then Daniel comes up, and through a flame, through a bit of flame, swings his sword at uh, you, Josiah. What? He can see me. He knows where you are. <laughs> oh fuck! He was up on the balcony. Though. He had a he had advantage on his side. Damn. Oh no! Yeah, let's go. Does a you gotta be thirteen? Yeah, no, he misses. Yeah, he he assumes where you are from where he was on the balcony, and he swings through the flame, but barely misses you. Nice. nice. As that is their turn, as they are now both his brother wide open, standing next to Crane, and Iron Rod sort of still hidden behind, concealed behind a bit of flame. But you, Josiah, have sort of pinpointed exactly where he is now. I'm still, I'm still hidden behind. Yes, this flame. you're still hidden behind this flame, though. Nice. He just kind of had an idea of where you were when he was up top, and so he went, "Well, if Crane's there, you're probably there." And he came over and swung the mist. Nice. Okay. Cool. Uh, then I guess that's it is now me your first. turn, Josiah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go up behind Mr. Ironrod and. Stab him in the side. Yeah, he kind of, after he swings and misses, you see him turn around a bit like he's about to prod through another, uh, like just another burning flame right there as you come up behind him and going for the hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to uh, take my my staff, cane, cane staff, whatever, and <laughs> take it, kind of bring it behind my right shoulder and just jab it into his right side, right above the hip. Yeah, go for the hit. Uh, advantage and stuff. Is that how this works in Deathbringer? Would be surprised. Yeah, it'd be but surprised. if you're yeah, but if you're stealth and they would see you, then yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh, twenty. Yeah, that's roll it again for me. Oof, oof. No, but it's gonna do double that's damage. Square away. Okay. Yeah, oh, away. did my uh, first. Missile from the wand, dude. Double damage, to dude. Because I only rolled one d three. Unfortunately, not. Because you are not casting the spell. Okay, fair enough. The rod is doing it, the casting. Well, here goes nothing. But you know what? I like not these. You know, I put them down. I got a six and a five. But I like these two better. <laughs> okay, that's eight points of damage. And then I'll say when I when I do it, I'll say, uh, "I always suspected you." 
<laughs> yeah, as you get that, and he kind of ah, yeah, doing the lock, fucking yeah, weapons. swings back around, and you both, uh, you he matches his sword with your cane after you get him in the back, and he goes, I will burn away all of your sins and all of your hopes and dreams in these flames. Guess what, buddy? I don't see. <laughs> he like grits his teeth. It's like, oh, that's cringe. <laughs> oh, that group kills the, the takes away the remaining hit points I have. Oh. It should. Yeah, it and should. then Crane, it's just mockery. You see, you see this happen out of the corner of your eye while you're also kind of trying to not get know, wrecked yeah, by not get absolutely here. wrecked by um by Iron Rod brother Iron Rod Junior. Maybe senior. Oh shit, he he's definitely junior. <laughs> Okay. I don't fucking see. Ooh, I love that. I don't see. Yeah. I didn't even say it, buddy. It was a whole different character. Yeah, Crane, it's your turn. So I don't see this big guy around me? No, yeah, he came up and hit you. He's right next to you. Let's see. I guess. He just did like six points of damage. I'm going to make an attack on him. Shocking grasp, or do I hit him with a short sword? Oh, shocking grasp. We've seen I've the got power. To. I've got to. We've so, seen well, power. at first it's roll to cast. Got it. So, it, that's why couldn't that been the hit? That's a crit, so that definitely hits. Yeah, that's another thing. I've been looking at shocking grasp. It says, last until you hit one target. So, I'm assuming, do you cast it beforehand and then you just, and then the and then you just blast them with it? I guess. But uh, So, then I would need to roll again anyway, right? Since I that was the roll to cast shocking grasp. Yeah, Wait, that's what I was trying to. That's what I was trying to think about, about getting a nat twenty on roll to cast. I thought. Yeah, it doubles the yeah, spell damage. The spell, yeah, the duration oh, is double. Okay. But then yeah. it would be like, well, do I have to hit him though? So just know? the next time you hit anybody, regardless of whether you miss the. So turn, then I need to I still guess. hit him again. Right. Yeah. Roll roll that's yeah. That's what I was thinking. It'll be double damage if you hit though. Please. Okay, that's uh, twelve. That is. Oh. God. 2d6 plus 1. That is. Nice. Hey, that's not bad. 8 points of uh, lightning damage. Oh, yeah. I just want to say, I try to reach up and grab his head. And, ah! Just try to shock him. Yeah, you do nice. that. Uh, if he goes like he's about to swing at you again with this pipe, and you, you grab both sides of his head and just start to shock him so violently, his head just starts to... Almost like it engulfs in flames itself as you're holding him and you're just letting all this electricity out as you let go of him. Dead. I'm now smarter. He stumbles back into the flame <laughs> and yes. lays there dead, and his, his nice. body now catches on fire. I'll uh, I'll like fall down on my knees since I've like have this huge. Yeah, where did he hit me with the pipe? Uh, he cracked you right along the side. Not necessarily on the back or the rib, but just kind of like I kind of hold my side, like leaned over, like on my knees, and then one hand I would get down, you. Like, oh. Oh. and then kind of look over at him, like hazily trying to push myself up to get ready to go help him. Uh, yeah. So, shit, you nuked him, dude. Chalking grass. Was, Thank God. No, I'm saying Joe. Chalking grass. It's been two twenties that you and I have both rolled pretty back to back, pretty much. Yeah. That's Thank God I was rolling like shit the last yeah, time we, we recorded yeah. this. Ironside goes. 
you would both pay for what you have just done to my family. Well, you're going to have to make me first. So. You have not just messed with Ironside, you have messed with the Redstone family as well. There's no way out of this. You kill us, it means nothing. Of the Redstone family. ZBI will never stop hunting you. Ugh. As he, as you both are locked with your weapons, he pulls back, does a feint of it, and then goes in for a hit. Good, fuck him, hope he does. Hit me. Ooh. Hit me. Ooh, he misses, but guess what? Extra attack? You just give it Got him. Fuck it. Got him. Let's fucking go. 13. Gotta be the 13, baby. Unless you have plus four. Ooh, he yeah. does not. That's a 12. <laughs> oh, as he goes so in close. for a swing. And <laughs> he goes in for a swing again as you do a tuck and roll out of the way oh, yeah. by a flame as his sword swings and cuts some flame in half for a moment. When I... As soon as I duck away and spin away, I'm going to come right back up with a one-handed jab. Yeah, go for it. Uh, nope. That, misses. that does miss. Absolutely misses. Uh, I'm going to free action pull out my dagger, the, just regular dagger. And okay. Can I attack him as, as a bonus action? Offhand and add no... Uh, yes, because he didn't miss. move his own, correct? I didn't. Is that what it was? No, he didn't move his own. So you get two attacks if you don't move his own, correct? No, it was you could move two zones and before attack. go attack. Yeah, or but you could move one zone and attack. Well, also technically, there's no bonus actions in this either. So yeah, uh, see. I'll let you go ahead and pull the dagger out for this round, though. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you like going for that? You miss too while you're still kind of on the ground and you're like fuck as you pull your concealed dagger out of your pocket. So, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Crane, it's your yeah. turn. You were hurting bad. Uh, I'm gonna get up and kind of pick the short sword up off the floor and stumble. Over how many zones away is uh, Iron Rod from me? One. I'll move a zone over there and try to come up behind him and just stab him in the back. I'll try to make an attack on him. Go for it. I do not. You missed. <sighs> he hears you coming from your hobbling. He hears your feet kind of sliding on the stone floor as he, after missing you and cutting through that flame and then sort of dodging your attack, just notices you out of the corner of his eye. And swings back and deflects your uh, that short sword out of your hand, Crane. You know, kind of like stumble back a couple steps ah. as he then goes to attack you. Oh, that's, no. what, I, that's what I wanted. No, no, eleven. Can't do it. No, that's a nine. Yeah, as he spins it off, and then he goes in for another swing. And he goes, "This will be where you die." No, sir, not this time, buddy. Not this go round. No, as he misses again. Jesus, this guy I'll, sucks. I'll bring mine up and kind of brace <laughs> it, brace it with my other arm and block it, and then almost kind of like I move to my right, and we both kind of break there and kind of stumble for a couple steps. And I'll say, uh, I used to be a knight before this. You ever heard of the Gilded Green? Do not have time for little party groups and trivialities. We'll, we'll see who perishes first, friend. I need to uh, make a con check, both of you. Oh, let's go. Rush it. That uh, 20 was on right. it being nine. Uh, you get a little, you start to get a little exhausted from the heat in this room, but not majorly so. Okay. You kind of, you're starting to really feel it that you're like ah, pulling your collar a bit. Are these two boys still locked in conversation? Yeah, you both kind of, uh, Crane and Iron Rod, both kind of like have their weapons and they both deflect and now they're both just standing here. 
sort of circling around one another as the flames grow hotter and higher. Then, yeah, if it's my turn, I, it is your turn. I want to stealth and uh, go up to him and try to sneak attack. <sighs> Can I do it? Mm, he of, pretty much knows that you're there. Right. If you want to move a zone out and then disappear and then roll for stealth, I'll let you. Because he moved into uh, Crane moved into okay. your zone. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll move out of the zone and then uh, yeah, stealth. That's a dirty twenty, and I'll throw that dagger. Go for it, yeah. So. Oh, nice. That, hit a 16. that definitely hits. All right. So, uh, for four damage. Ah. Yeah, you get him. It goes straight to his shoulder. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. You're going to use your death. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, no, no, that's, that's stealth. Uh, stealth. Yeah, so that's another two. So six Fuck yes. You throw that dagger. You get the perfect line of sight through a almost like a flame. The top of a flame curls up and makes a circle. And you throw it, you flick your wrist as it goes straight through that circle of flame, dissipating it as almost as if he can hear it coming through the flame. Iron Rod turns around just in time to see the dagger go straight through the forehead. Yes. As he falls backwards into the flame. And then I'll kind of like fall forward and oh, kind of no. hold myself up with like the tip of the sword. Oh, wait, is there any water? No, right here there's none. You know there's some water in the sewer though. No. Josiah, we need to find Quentin. I want to put him out. The fire? Yeah. If I can. This is, make a con check both of you again. As the flames are growing even oh, higher. Flames wait, get higher. Oh, it's That's cocked. Cocked. Damn, roll it again. Okay. Ooh, there it is. Five. No, yeah. You kind of stave off uh, Josiah a little bit from what you were feeling earlier. Crane's really starting to feel it now, and that smoke's starting to get to both of you. As you can hear, from further in, maybe on that catwalk out there. I'll go over and start very quickly trying to, like, keep my eyes from like being so watered up or smoked out that I can't see. I just want to try to very quickly search uh, Iron Rod, see if he has a key on him that we might need, anything like that, since he's apparently important now. Yeah, just from what is bit of him is sticking out from the flame, you don't even see anything on him. You can just I yank see... his body out of it? Yeah. Out of the fire? Yeah, you can. He um, is not engulfed in flame, but he has obviously already been burnt a bit. Uh, but you don't see anything important on his person right now. You see a bag that just has some loose gold in it and the scabbard where he had his sword. Uh, I'll go over to the brother real quick and just look him over. He looked like he got anything in his no, pocket. this man just looks like a like a big hulking dude in a suit. Then I'll like, call back out to him and say, come on, we need to get them before they get away. And wherever I hear those murmuring voices coming from, I'm going to head that direction. Don't Just stop stumbling, coughing. Yeah, you all uh, stumble up those stairs. You're putting your hands on the wall to get yourself up there. As you now can look over, uh, you're almost in that smoke layer since you've gone up 10 feet up those stairs. Uh, but you can see this whole room is just a light now. As looking out towards that catwalk, you can see that whatever crates and things and barrels out there have also been lit aflame. As you get closer to that doorway, looking out to the catwalk and the, the water, the, the like sewer waterway, 
you see two figures, one facing you, very clearly Quentin, very clearly Quentin, and one facing opposite you, they're back to you. Looks like Rashida, hard to tell though, but if you had to guess, you can see there's flame between the both of you. You'd have to dash through that flame to get to them. As you hear Quentin go, with his hands up, you can go, what did you expect? You expect just to, <laughs> this was always going to be the outcome. As you hear somebody talking, somebody, the other figure talking, and hard to tell though with the flame blocking your view and your sound and having this flame behind you as well, her voice being a, a bit quieter. I'll say, you can't escape this. They'll never stop hunting you. Give up. You leave now or you kill us either way. You'll end up in irons. He's maybe 50 feet, 60 feet out as he hears you say that. And he looks towards you all in that doorway. And he goes, and look who came out to play. If it isn't our detectives, because I can't remember what his voice sounded like. <laughs> So now he's going to sound like this. That's fine with me, bro. That sounds intimidating. Quentin, you mean? Quentin, yes. Sounds intimidating. When you're right here, though, you lose the view of whoever that woman was that was facing him. Maybe she is on the other side of one of these crates. It's hard to tell. But it looks like a few of these barrels and crates on this catwalk are burning with flame, as opposed to not burning with flame. I'll say, uh, you hurt a lot of innocent people, Quentin. And that's not going to go unpunished. Pyramido. I want to shoot it at him through the fire. Yeah, go for it. I take it at disadvantage. Well, it's rolled a cast, right? Yes, that's right. This is a magic missile, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you say that, the, the tip goes... <laughs> shoots out a tri uh, pyramid-shaped uh, magic missile at him. As it hits him, and you almost... It doesn't look like it's completely nullified, but it goes... <sighs> as it gets closer to him. You see a little bit of a spark on the front of his suit, though, as he goes. He stumbles a bit and flinches and then brushes it off. As he goes, huh, detectives, it didn't have to be this way. But you all had to play hardball, didn't you? I think you knew there was only one way that this could end. What about her? Did Tyrion mean nothing? His death mean nothing? I don't think you all fully understand the story and the scope going on here, do you, detectives? Why don't you let us take you in and we'll discuss it? I have a boat to catch, but I'll fill you in on a little bit of something. Yeah, you dash through the flames a bit. Make a, make a con check as you dash through two billowing flames. Ooh. Nope. Uh, yeah, when you, you dash through that first one a bit, and then you go and dash to that second one. When you get to that second one, the heat finally just gets to you. Uh, you take two points of damage. Do I see a boat through the flames that they're about to try to get on? Uh, you All the way over on the other side of the catwalk, it looks like there's actually a ladder that goes down, and there's a boat sitting on the other end down there in the water. But as you, Josiah, dash through that second flame, and you get to where that woman was, you see it is Rashida. However, she was not standing there with Quentin. She has been chained up and bolted to one side of one of those crates. 
as she is slumped there, chained up. Now, should I be worried about her, or is this one of them kinky little fantasy things y'all got going on or something? She she kind of looks up, sweating. You can already <laughs> you can see the soot covering up on her face. Her hair. Damn, girl, you've been going to town. <laughs> her hair frizzled from the heat. She goes, I was a fool to think I'd ever escape this family. I was a fool. Why did why'd you why'd you start why'd you start fucking around on Tyron? It could have been real easy on you, sweetheart. <laughs> Quentin, uh, with another bit of flame but uh, between you and him, it's almost like you just every now and again catch eye glances of him as there's some crates still in front of you that have now made a wall of flame as he's standing there, the light cascading over him, every now and again just getting a, a reddish-yellow sort of look at his face as he's wearing this dark black suit. Is there a... Uh... Like a crate lid anywhere that's ajar, like off of a crate? There is. Uh, right next to you, there is one. The crate's a bit on fire, but you see the lid is ajar. You could probably, like, like you know, frisk it a bit with your fingers and pull it off without getting burned. I want to try to pull it, hold it out in front of me like a, a shield, and then, then run through the flame to kind of deter some of the flame onto the... Yeah, you dash through those two flames. Nice. Do a do con check at advantage. Nice. Skronk. What is it? Well, this one's sort of cocked, but it's a 14. The other 14. one's 11. Uh, yeah, you get through. But then when you get through, the plating and the wood gets so hot, you got to drop it. Slide onto the kind of like you're right matted. And you're right beach. next to uh, your companion here, Josiah. With the, with the wand pointed at him. And you now see uh, Rashida chained up with little hooks bolted to the crate as she slumped over right there. I was a fool to think I'd ever get out of here. As... You can now, Crane, see Quentin on the other side of this flame now, just masked in black, a black suit with the flame flittering across his face as you just catch eyes, eye shots with him every now and again as this flame is dancing between the two of you. A dangerously thick and hot flame. He goes, <laughs> like I said, detectives, I don't think you all really know the full story and scope here. Rashida had a debt to pay. And when she didn't pay it back, we came to collect. You don't just get to leave the family. Isn't that right? As she looks up a bit, she sort of uh, raises her head as much as she can as Quentin looks at her and says, isn't that right, sister? As the flames get louder and hotter in this room, when he says that, sister, she turns her head down as not to look match eye with him anymore. She goes, brother, I just wanted to live a life, live a life that wasn't so dangerous all the time. Why couldn't you just give me that? She goes, sister, 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 you cannot think that you would ever be able to get out of this. You played an important role within the family. We don't take kindly to you just leaving with skills like that. Hold on now. I, I, I've had this working theory in my mind this whole time. Uh, y'all was, y'all, y'all was lovers. As t Is that true? <laughs> as still? Quentin, as Quentin laughs and he goes, "The only thing that my sister and I have ever both loved at the same time was our father's interest in kite." So y'all ain't fucking. Of course not, you 
fucking idiot. <laughs> because I mean, you know, brothers, it's just all right. Well, whatever. he's talking to him and, and distracting him. Is there any point within this fire that looks like that it will uh, you would be able to jump through without just instantly getting? Now, are you sure you wrecked? haven't had sex with it? <laughs> it looks like this flame is growing hotter, larger, and brighter with each passing second. As he goes, well, sister, do it to him. Do it to him. Well, sister, I uh, I'm gonna charge through the flames and try to tackle him to the ground. Yeah. Even though I'm a little old man, I'm just gonna tack run into Let's him. Yeah. He, go. So he goes, little sister, I apologize for this. <sighs> I'm sure you probably love Tyron with but, a short um, sword, ready to try to fucking stab his ass. But uh, you know, we just had to dig our claws into him. You can't escape, so we couldn't necessarily go through you. So we went through him. We employed him. Had him keep it a secret until he was ours. And then you were ours. And I'm sorry, but he knew too much. And you two know too much now. Especially with wanting to get out of the game and all. As he's yelling over the flames. So you will have to perish here, fair sister. As well as these two detectives. That's a mighty fine story that you got going on there, sir. But... We're going to have to, I believe, fuck your shit up, in fact. And, like, I, hmm. yeah, I'm just going to try to keep his attention to let him do his thing. I find that highly unlikely. As he oh, starts to walk when away. I, uh, when he's walking away, yeah, he's distracting him. The note, I'm going to take it back out of my pocket and drop it on the other side of the firewall and just look at him for a minute. And then I'm going to charge through the, the fire with the sword out and try to thrust into him. Yeah, make a do a con check at disadvantage because you dash through this flame. Let's go both at thirteen. Okay, you dash nice. through this flame. This feels like your whole life flashes before your eyes. It didn't seem like it was that thick of a, of a wall of flame, but it's almost like a lifetime to dash through this as the heat just starts to not only get to your skin but almost to your soul. As you dash through, make an attack at advantage as he has his back turned to you. Dale, yeah. Oh, man. Dale. It's like an eight. Fuck. <laughs> you, you get through this flame and go to hit him, and you knock him down, but you don't actually get a good hit on him. As he stands up and he goes, I believe you have made a mistake there, old timer, as he goes in for a punch. I'm still running through there, too. He misses you, though. I'm going to run through. I want to say with the sword, like I hit the back of his hand with the flat. So he doesn't punch me. Yeah. You're going to dash through? Fuck As you yeah. go to dash. Because I'm all fucking burnt up. I'm grabbing the note first, though. As you go to dash, you hear a... <laughs> and what sounds like bolts launching out of something here. As it looks like part of this catwalk is beginning to melt, oh, God. where this flame has grown hot. And that's As, what we're standing on. That is what you're standing on. As the crate, because you're pretty close to it, Josiah. The crate that she is hooked up to, that uh, she is hooked up to, is starting to slide forward on her now and slide down as this catwalk starts to dip. She goes, "Please, please, I, I didn't want to be part of this. I just wanted to." Just wanted to live a life. Please. JJ, rescue her. I'll deal with him. 
How far away is she from falling? If this keeps buckling like that, she has maybe six, seven feet before she slides off the end into the fire and then down out of the fire. And she's hooked to this crate. Chained to this crate. It looks like she has um its shackles that are just bolted to that. How much time do I have? Or do I think I have? What are you wanting to do? You think you have enough time if you work fast. Let's go. What is that? Oh, like yeah. Like 16. Or yeah, you get that first one. You go, oh, fuck. You go. Nice. As you run out, are you going to do the other one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Mm. Uh, 10. 10? Yeah. You go. Thank God. As she's rubbing her wrists. But then the crate starts to slide more. She's like, we have to get out of here. We have to go. Uh, you ain't got to tell me twice, sister. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go through the fire. Like back the way you came? No, I'm, sure I'm trying to fight Quentin. Ooh. Yeah, she kind of stays back and she goes, she kind of grabs your shoulder a bit and she goes, I know you have no reason to trust me, but do you think that's the best idea? JJ, get out of here. I'm not letting you go down by yourself. It's not God damn it, get out of here, son. This isn't worth your life. As this thing is now angled at a 45 degree angle where it has started to melt downward. Just, just make sure he doesn't get out of here. And, and it's, it's been a pleasure working with you. It's like half my face is like burnt and like yeah, my left you eyes were closed. Really I'm like, burning over there. He's, he's, I'll just I'll just give you a look and say, remember what I asked of you. Josiah, give that note to my daughter. Josiah's gonna get out of handkerchief and gonna wipe away a couple of tears. Now I'll just say, hey, you listen here, you son of a bitch. I'm the best there's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> I might be an old man, but I'm not. You're not leaving here alive, and neither am I. I'm taking your ass with me. Oh, I'd like the to gods see will you have their fare with you. As he cracks his big ass knuckles, and he does. <laughs> oh yeah, the, I know he's gonna. And he me. does the Henry Cavill fucking arm lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, then yeah, I'll just get ready to fight. He him. looks exactly like Kingpin, except in a black pinstripe suit, and he has some uh, half elf ears. As he is about ready to square up with you. He didn't outdress Do it. Josiah. Josiah, though. So I mean, arguable. Uh, yeah, roll initiative. It's not really that arguable. Seventeen. Oh, oh no! Was that a twenty? That's all right. Yeah, as he does that arm lock thing, he dashes at you like a bull, like a raging bull, and goes for an uppercut right at you. Let's go. As he as he does it, and he says, "You messed with the wrong one." Dashes in for the hit. Fuck around and find out. He said, "That is a twenty-one. Oh, <laughs> That'd be a big six jump. Six plus. <laughs> yeah, six plus. Oh yeah, plus to hit 20. twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a eight. Oh, that misses. Thank God. Go. I've got an eleven. His, yeah, as he goes in for that out. hit, uh, you kind of swivel out of the way just a bit as he dashes past you and spins around, ready to get you again. Take his silly ass out." Oh, as you hear the, I'm gonna try to sharpen the grass. Do it. You chum, have to. Chum, chum, chum. Just like reach up. As you both on this catwalk, it now. 
and angles downward more. Reach up and grab. Yeah, kind of like so kind of like Obi Wan and Anakin, where they're yeah, like balancing yeah. on that thing. We're just not enough for you to completely just slide off it, but you lose your footing for one second and then hold yourself steady. As soon as it looks like we might lose stabilization, I'm just gonna grab him. Grab it. Grab yeah, his face attack, like a though. grandma grabbing her little grandson by the face. I'm gonna try to grab. I'm just gonna try to reach out his throat. So <laughs> roll the cast for shocking grasp. It doesn't work. Yeah, oh, your hands no. go. Yeah, you go up and grab him. As like, nothing happens. Not as your hand is like right there about to touch him, as he's like about to go for his swivel around, and he sees your hand right there, and nothing's happening, and he goes, Oh, little old man can't get it up. Huh? I was just about to say, this has all been leading up to an advertisement. For- <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have- thought in this situation. Yeah. yeah, he goes, Little old man can't get it up, huh? And then just like immediately jolts, jolts his left fist to come in for a hook. Get you some jerks. This is about to be it right here. As he then, as he misses you, the 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 catwalk again. As he goes in for that left hook, goes a bolt pops on his side as he stumbles and he misses his hook. I'm gonna try to swing him with the sword this time. You know what? Fuck it. Shocking grasp. Oh! <laughs> it misses. Yeah, I you got. think that's oh, your chance? Blue. You go down with your other hand and maybe like grasp him near like the leg or like the top of the thigh or something, and get his balls. Get his balls next. Oh, that would. As he's like, I am getting quite tired of this. As he go, he puts both his hands together and is going for an overhead strike. Oh shit! I would. Oh no! This is it. Oh, oh thank God, dude! I was feeling oh, that. Oh shit! I don't know. Ooh, maybe ooh, it's ooh. the heat getting to the both of you, or maybe we're all sweaty as hell. And yeah. Maybe Quentin's starting to buckle under the pressure, oh, no. but he misses as you, with whatever somehow some sort of energy has mustered inside of you, and you manage to swing out of the way of his double. Oh, how bad strike. does it look like the thing is from collapsing underneath us? You look like you have a a handful of seconds. Maybe two rounds. Experience over talent, okay. baby. As soon as it gets to that opportunity, I definitely want to know because I'm going to try to. I'm just going to try to push into him, and we're going to fall to our deaths. That's going to be the goal. But this time around, though, I really would love to shock him. I just got to go for an attack. And Crane would realize this isn't working out. I tried to try to swing at him. That's a uh, twelve. Oh, oh, buddy. As he missed, both his hands hit down on the grating as you hear another bolt go boom, as he does that. Short sword do and this. he's about to come up and lurch. Probably roll out of six. the way. Six. Yeah, as you get this overhead hit on him. Seven. Let's go, Max. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> you swing down on him as he's trying to get back up from that overhead fist hit. And I'll say, as it slashes down on his shoulder, he goes, oh. Damn it, old man. Don't you know to stop? Stumbling backwards, I'll say, I've dealt with men like you my whole life. I knew how to deal justice where it was needed before I was a detective. I'll fight to the end. You're not Uh, getting out of here alive, Quentin. Basically, he just tapped his knuckles together and said, I can do this all day. Very much, yeah. (laughs) He goes, you're definitely not going to make it out of here today. As he then comes for an uppercut. This is going to be it. Yep. There it is. 
I felt it. As you say I that, felt it was coming, bro. And he like shoves you off of him, and the sword rakes out of his shoulder. As then he comes up for a right uppercut, straight up into your chin. As he gets a. Yeah, I'm gonna like stop. For I thought just he rolled that. I was like, oh shit. I'm, I'm gonna stop for just a second and kind of like look back because like. Yes, yes, Ah! through the flame, you see there's maybe a 20-foot gap where now there's just nothing there anymore, where part of this has, like, dipped down and fallen into the water below. Uh, There's flame dancing on your side, flame dancing on their side, and you're just getting a bit of a look as you look through the fire, and you see your your partner, Crane, get one good hit on him, and you hear a, but then you see him get shoved back, and right there in that moment, you see uh, Quentin reach his fist straight up and what hit Crane hard. straight in the chin, almost catching no. a bit of his neck as well. Oh, no. As that's almost a snapshot in your mind. I was about to say, I would be flame is, that doesn't one shot. This flame is dancing <laughs> yeah. in front of you. Oh, no. There we go. Look it at, might be enough. Look at I've that. got five hit points. No, no way. It's only plus two. I think, right? That hits you for three points of damage. Oh, shit. As when he hits you right there, you immediately cough up blood. And you have a hard time breathing, even though you were already having difficulty breathing in the smoke-filled room. (laughs) As this knocks you back onto the railing, or what bit of a railing is there. As the railing goes... Starts to bend behind you. Make a dex check. Let's go. 19. Yeah, you kind of uh, manage to put a lot of your grit and lean forward as the edge of this railing goes, and then fall down into the water below 50 feet. As he stands up, too, and he goes, Oh, the sword face like blood red. Oh, the sword towards him. Come on, old man. Yeah, I'll you try scared? to get Does it look like this is about to collapse? Oh, what's making the attack? I'm gonna try to just rush him and not take us both off the you ledge. You want to die so bad? He wants you to live <laughs> so bad. I'm just gonna try to run into him and push him off, even if he is heavy as fuck. I'll just try to run into him. That's a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. So you're gonna dash at him and try to get. Yeah, him. and try to just knock both of us off the edge. Yeah, you run. Ugh, get him. Start to push. Uh, he trips back from the angle of the way this catwalk is into the uh the handrail behind him. And as it's about to fall, I'll look up into his face and say, uh, I'm not afraid. Are you? Uh, as he grabs you, and he grabs the back of your head, and he just starts pummeling your face in as this railing breaks, and you both are falling backwards as he is just pummeling your face. As you both fall down, you both fall into the water. You're falling as the catwalk closer to you, Josiah. You're... We got to get ourselves out of here. As this whole part of the catwalk starts to fall and falls straight down on top of Crane and Quentin in this sewer. As you can, even the flame is going through the water a bit. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take a look back at 
say say goodbye to my good old partner there. As Rashida grabs you by the arm, the arm just we have to get out of here. We have to go now. You're you're right. And I'll just I'll start yeah, that and you way. both uh, dash out of here through the flame. You see uh, Iron Rod's body just completely engulfed in flame at this point. You're dashing through the <coughs> almost. Almost too hard to even see at this point. You just are kind of going on where you think you've gone before as you manage to finally get to those stairs that lead back up to that back room as you and her <coughs> climb your way up those stairs, literally climbing, like hands and knees climbing up the stairs. As you get up to the top, the door to that back room swings open. A chief alabaster is there with the rest of some city watch. And he goes, oh, somebody grab them. Get them out of here. We're going down there. Somebody get the uh, somebody get the fire squad in here. As you see, uh, it looks like some wizard type people, some caster type folk, come in with uh, pails of like a small pail of water. As you see, one of them dip their hand in there, stick their hand out, and they just start shooting beams of water out of their hand. Jeez, all right, I rightly don't know if there's much use in even going down there at this point. We got to put that fire out somehow, otherwise it's gonna burn the whole infrastructure of the city down. Well, by all means, then, if that's the case, go ahead. But uh, we... He's like, no, that's enough of that, though. Come, come on, quickly. we got to get out of here. All right. As he grabs you and Rashida, he looks surprised to see Rashida. As he looks down the stairs again for a couple seconds, hoping to see Crane come up as well. Fortunately, we, uh, we lost Crane. So you see his face get red. So he kind of holds something back. He strokes his beard a bit. And goes, All right, you over there, you over there, you post up right there. You go outside, keep them away from this building. Uh, you all go down there and check on the fire as well. This is going to be nasty. I'll, I'll call in more. But, uh, you, he points to you, Josiah, and Rashida. Goes, you both come with me. He takes you out into the street. Just nod and follow. As you all get up to the street side, you see you can see smoke billowing out from the sewer grates on this alleyway. Though this flame is growing underneath the city. And you see a bunch of more of these sort of what the fire crew running in with pails of water and dipping their hands in it and casting some kind of water spraying spell as well. To Quell the flames. Gets you out there, and they take you a few blocks down. And uh, Chief Alabaster goes, um, "I take it you're Rashida." She goes, ah, "I am. I. I'll turn myself in. Whatever I need to do, I. I don't think that'll be necessary. Uh, after." After hearing everything that was going on, it doesn't really sound like you were doing anything malicious or anything like that or with any intent. It seems as though you got, unfortunately, in the wrong family. It sounds like you were taking a hostage a bit. As she stands there with the rain pouring over her, she pulls a little hood up to cover her hair. If anything, it sounds like you got Stockholm syndrome. She goes, there's a lot of things wrong with my life. 
I was hoping I could have control over at least one of them. I just wanted to be with Tyron. Yeah, hey, I, I'm sorry about anything I said back there. You know, we had concocted our own ideas of what had happened. And it just, I guess, obviously, we were wrong. She looks at you and she goes, I was mostly right, though. We were wrong. She looks at you and she goes, I am. Uh, you were right to have your doubts and worries. Like I said, I was caught up with a nefarious family. I, I don't blame you for that, but I will say that Tyron was nothing but kind and loving. From all accounts, we've heard he sounds like a very good man. I'm sorry this had to happen to him. As she kind of looks at the ring on her hand, she twists it a bit. Alabaster goes, here, I'll, I'll take her down to the station. Uh, I don't know if you want to wait around here a bit, Josiah, but Actually, just when you get a chance, get back down to the station to write up your report on this. I think I'm going to go get myself something to eat first. He goes, I haven't eaten anything. I haven't eaten a damn thing all day. He puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes, get something for Crane too, won't you? He'll... he'll have a tear rolling down his eyes. His his intention was to just get the hell away from everybody for just a second. He's, uh, he'll say, uh, well, I don't know if I'm that hungry. Just, he just gives you a nod, and he he bundles her up with another blanket and walks her down the alley with a city watch with him as well. As you were standing in this alleyway, watching this building start to catch flame with the rain coming down heavy on you, it's strange. The cold rain and the wind, but the heat from the building and the heat within you. As you realize, put your hand in your pocket to walk away, and you feel that note, the one from Crane. As you pull it out and thumb it a bit, put it back in your pocket because you don't want it to get soaked. Because you realize you have one last thing you need to do tonight. I'll do it. I'll take it over there. Yeah, you head off to uh, Crane's house. You walk up and knock on the door. Just standing there with my hands crossed, fingers interlocked, and on my cane. Standing there waiting. You see a, a flicker behind a tiny little window in the door. It's the door open. There's a girl right there. She's not super young, but she's not super old either. Maybe in her late teens. Okay, so she's like real human size. <laughs> not like. Yeah, no, she. Uh, she's kind of short. I mean, you're because you're tall. Yeah. She's maybe like five five. Would it? Okay, okay. That's. I was about to ask if it would be awkward if I got down on my knees to talk to this. Not necessarily, because you are tall, right? You're like I'm six three. Six three. Four. Okay, maybe it would. Yeah. <laughs> but she looks like maybe if you had to guess, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen. She opens up the door as a. It's dark out now because it's evening, late evening. She has a candle and she goes. Um. Can I can I help you? Oh, 
Um, unfortunately, I don't think there's anything out of that you can do to help me. Uh, kind of in a tough predicament at the moment, in fact. Um, I, I worked with your daddy. And, uh, oh. well, I guess he starts getting choked up a little bit. We, uh, <clears throat> we had ourselves a pretty tough case past few days and uh, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. Your, your daddy didn't make it. She cups her hand with her free she cups her mouth with her free hand as she starts to cry. Hi. <laughs> there ain't no pain. Though. She uh, stumbles down to her knees while holding this candle. The candle actually she drops it. I'll just put my hand on her back and I'll, I'll give her that note. I'll see. He, he wanted to give me this. He wanted me to give you this. And, uh, he, he cares about you a lot. And as soon as she starts to read it, that's it. I'm just going to walk away. Yeah, you walk away as the door is still open there. She opens this note. Shit, are you going to do the voiceover in the background as he's walking away? As you're, <laughs> as you're walking away with the rain splashing in your boots, pattering on your hat and your cloak, and the wind howling behind you, knowing that you stopped an evil, but at what cost today? You think back to what happened in that alleyway. She sits there reading this note. Dear Jessica, I know that we had our differences, but I find myself sitting up here in the tavern writing what to say. You know that I'm not the religious type. I'm sorry for not being the father you deserved, I guess. I was afraid any past sins would come back to haunt me. I guess what I'm saying is, I was afraid. Wait, what's that word? Right here? Yeah. Proof. Proof. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I was afraid I'd prove to myself that I wasn't worthy of the blessing you were. Let me make this right. There's an old estate out of the city with land and what I put away for you. You can live comfortably there. I know it isn't much, but you and your mother can do with it freely. You'll always be my star, and now I'll shine on like you always did for me. Always. Papa. As she lays there, she is now slumped to the floor, crying, reading this note as her tears drip onto the page. I'll take a, I'll take a look back, and if she, uh, if she meets my, my gaze, I'll just give her. A little she looks tip up, the hat. tears rolling down her face. You tip your hat to her as you turn and start to walk away into the night. Let's go faster. There it is.
Look, you knew it was coming. Music, it's back. It's all darkness except for the street lights making that cone. I'm gonna light my pipe. Yeah. You light your pipe. Hell yeah. Smell of tobacco. And hits your nose hairs. It happens. Because maybe this is the only thing that's gonna numb the pain for tonight. As the street lights start to flicker on, the magic candles light. As you find yourself in the spotlight. Looking up at the sky, looking up at the candle, thinking. Fire. Why'd it have to be fire? As you walk away into the night. The black and white and the the pit the the, the white uh, cursive the end. The end. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. That was the alleyway. Good one, Sean. Good one, Sean. Good one, Sean. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, I guess peace out, boys. Hope you enjoyed it. Crime never pays. The rain falls like tears from the gods. But who are they shed for? As flames burn away the sins of a killer, the chill of the wind frosts the heart of a child. Our friend Josiah, caught in the middle of an icy flame, wanders the streets alone. A job well done, but at what cost? The rain, like tears, running down JJ's face. As the puddles gather in the street, the, um, um, the, uh, footfalls of Josiah, uh, wander further, um, uh, you know, Epoch, uh, these stories kind of take on a mind of their own, I, I think. Um, but, but I think I get it, actually, uh, the, the lesson, I mean. Sometimes it isn't about following the rules, but, uh, doing what's right. I saw that in Crane and JJ. Sort of a chaotic good, I think, really. Actually, um, kind of reminds me a bit of you. Thank you, Acolyte Kyle. Sometimes, justice isn't always black and white. And sometimes, what we know to be right isn't out in plain sight. Crane knew he wasn't perfect. Probably why he felt it necessary to sacrifice himself. But that didn't stop him, or Josiah, from fighting for the truth. But, anywho, it seems you learned something from this story. And that's all that matters. Move along now. And you, Traveler, thank you for listening. Be safe. And remember, this isn't goodbye. Merely until we meet again in the halls betwixt of Epoch's library. <laughs>